Hey, welcome to the next episode of the Hive with Us podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Daniel Martinez. Today I have a special guest, Nindy Saran. She has been very active on Twitter. I don't know exactly what she does, but we're going to get into that. Uh, one thing I like about her is she's very inspirational, she's very honest, and she's young. I love working and talking with young entrepreneurs just because I feel I'm still young, but I mean, I'm, I'm getting older these days, but I love talking to young, inspiring entrepreneurs just because I hope they can inspire others. For me, I wish I was started younger, but I mean, uh, when I did start, it was it is what it is, and I'm here where I am when I did it, so I don't knock what I did. But for everybody here, if you're a young, inspiring entrepreneur, this should be a story for you. So today, Needy Saran. Uh, what part of the country are you from today? I'm in the U.S. I am in New Jersey. New Jersey. Um, did you always grew up in New Jersey? Yeah, I grew up in New Jersey. I grew up okay. in the same same city my like entire life. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I grew up outside Chicago, and then the first chance I could to leave the cold, I left. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you you're probably pretty comfortable with the cold if you're still there. No, I am. I am. <laughs> So let's talk a little about yourself. So when did you start, like, when did, like, the entrepreneurship bug hit you? And, like, when did you start hustling? Because I know you, you started young and you've gotten great results up to now, but we'll, we'll get there in a second. But when did you start, when did you start doing, like, online stuff and your first business and hustle? Yeah, so I didn't actually think that I would be an entrepreneur or never even saw that in me until around, like, the eighth grade when I actually started selling candy in school. And that's, like, the most generic way that people usually get into realizing that there's some kind of entrepreneur is by selling something at a young age, whether it's, like, a lemonade shop or, like, a a garage sale or something, just having the urge to sell. And I started selling candy in school and I realized like, you know, this could be something bigger. I have skill. I know that I have some kind of passion here because I enjoy doing it. So I just turned it into something greater with research, patience, and just consistent work. So like the candy sale bug got you. So now <laughs> me, me personally, I hated selling candy. Like, really? I hated, I hated it. I hated it. I, I could never do it. I think, I think the entrepreneurship bug hit me when I was younger, like, 1819 and I was like I, I knew it was something I wanted to do when I became an adult but I didn't know when I would do it and this is something crazy like there's no right time to become an entrepreneur so I'm like you're young kind of went into it when, when did you start your first business so I started my first business in 2019 and okay. it's kind of the same business that I run now except I revamp and adjust everything as I go pretty much my business is my brand it's what I put out on social media my content that's like what drives what fuels my business and my uh, income and my revenue and whatever it is and my business has always been the same it's always my name my personality my content it's always just developing more and more so that's why it may seem different throughout the years but i put out different services different products but it all has to pertain to social media growing your brand anything that has to do with marketing and organic reach pretty much okay are you doing more uh, videos or just like uh, copywriting posts or a little bit of both? I would say a little bit of both. My Instagram kind of blew up more recently with video, but yeah. my Twitter is doing good with, you know, uh, written posts. It's just what platform it what works best with what platform, you know? I've not I've not seen your Instagram, so I have to go check that out. But I know you you've, you've built a really good following first, I think, on Twitter, right? And that's just through copywriting because I don't know if you – I haven't seen very many pictures from you. It's mostly just your, your, your post. And this is not me like being stalkers or nothing. I just, <laughs> I, from the beginning, I've I seen a lot of your posts and I knew you were doing, because I know you had an agency thing and I have an agency as well. So I like working with agency owners in some aspects because like for me, I didn't know it was even a thing until I was 27. I didn't know what an agency was. So for me, it was like, a, it's, a, it's a newer business model. So can we talk a little about what an agency is, what it does? 
and how do they help their customer? An agency in general, I would say, is something that it's a it's a vehicle that helps, I would say, business to business more so than business to consumer. But I would say business to business, uh, service based business where you're helping you know, another business with marketing solutions or anything that you can provide a value. So my agency, what my agency has always done is content because that's what I've always been able to do with myself. And, you know, they say your brand is your own best case study. Like your brand is your best case study because I've been able to grow my brand. I've been able to do it all organically from zero dollars. I never really invested money into ads and, and stuff like that. Besides times that I've tried to, you know, experiment once I did start making money. But most of my numbers come from just organic content, putting it out there, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't. And from that, I know that I can help other people grow as well. Just because I've been able to do it for myself, anyone can do it now. So that's what I started to do with my agency. So over the years, I would reach out to business owners, you know, nothing too formal, just reach out to business owners, see if I can help them with their marketing through, you know, organic content on Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is, and mainly Twitter and Instagram, because that's what my specialty is, and see how I can help them and provide a solution for them. And at the moment, what I'm offering is Twitter ghostwriting, and that's all over everywhere. Everyone's doing that. Twitter ghostwriting, and also video editing and script writing for people's reels and YouTube shorts and, and TikToks. And I, I really want to. I really want to dig into this. Yes, everybody's doing it, but no one's doing it like you. <laughs> I think. I think that's the difference. I think everybody has their own little twist on it, and there's no right or wrong way to do it. I think the biggest thing is just finding something that I think you found your own little niche and you kind of dug in. I think that's. I think that's very important. Of course, it really doesn't matter about the competition because I think everybody does it their own different way. They might have their own like bone structure as far as how they do it, but I think yes. everybody has their own creativity. Yes. Yeah, of course. I agree with you. I think that, you know, obviously the structure of any business is going to be somewhat the same, but I feel like, let's say like my content templates are going to look different from someone, another ghostwriter's content templates or the way I go about once I onboard a client, how am I going to get information out of them to create content for them? It's going to look different from someone else, you know, so. This show is sponsored by Hivemind CRM. It is more than just a CRM. It is a real estate and business mastermind that comes with an all-in-one CRM. You can have unlimited websites and users. You can call, text, RVM, and email all-in-one user interface. And you can set up custom automations for any type and multiple businesses. 65% of companies start using a CRM system within the first five years of business. Once implemented, the HiveMind will save you on marketing, give you more time, and make more money. One of our users had his first $100,000 month using our system in June. We want to see you automate and accelerate your business. Text us at 210-972-1842 for future meetings. And of course, to get our $1 course on how to make more than six figures on one land deal. You can schedule your free demo today at hivemindcrm.io. Are you helping like certain niche of businesses or are you kind of helping just anybody that reaches out and you're kind of customizing a format for them that works for them? So I don't work with everyone. I work with people who are mainly online entrepreneurs, people who sell some kind of digital product or people who, you know, just putting out content because they've built some kind of business and now they found success with it. And now they want to put themselves out there and gain an audience for it. I'm doing it more so that these people can get recognition, the recognition they deserve. They have education that they can teach their audience. And that's what I'm here to do. I want to I want to make sure everyone's getting, you know, the attention they deserve. Did you ever or do you do anything like shout out pages or like Twitter, Twitter groups? I know those are things I, I've never participated in either. 
But I don't know what your position is on those. Twitter retweet groups, I'm going to start with that. I always saw those when I was first starting to grow, and I always said no to people. I was like, no, I'm not going to do them. People would always reach out to me. They'd be like, Nitty, you want to join it? Like, we're having a group of people who are doing this. And I'm like, no, not really. Like, I'm not really interested. Thank you. And the reason is because I always felt like it was unnatural. And I feel like if you just put content out, and I know this is going to sound a little Gary V. But Gary Vee was the guy who kind of inspired me with content. Yeah. And I think it's real. And I think if you try to make it like a little more unnatural and you, you just strive for the numbers, you're not really going to get it. It's you, you attract what you're going to get just based off the content you put out. And I think the only reason that I've been able to find success is because I focus more on the content and how people are going to feel with my content more than just the followers and the numbers and the retweets. And yeah, it's nice to look at. Like, look, this tweet blew up, but it's not about that. And so I didn't, when it comes to retweet groups and stuff, I would not do it. However, getting, a, purchasing retweets from pages, people do that as well. And I also do that for my clients as well. So there's a smart thing I do and other people do this as well. Other ghostwriters, they'll work with a client. Let's say I'm working with you, Daniel. And I, the way I would work with you is you get on a, you know, a one hour call with me. I would interview you podcast style, get to know you, get to know what you've been able to do, how you've been able to do it. So now I can write content about you for you in the eyes of you so your audience doesn't know you have a ghostwriter you know they just know that that's you and then i'll put that content out but i'll also purchase retweets on your behalf from bigger pages in your niche and get you retweeted get those tweets that i tweeted retweeted by bigger pages so you're growing but you're not really doing it unnaturally you're just getting these shout outs from bigger pages you're not retweeting people retweet for retweet or you're not you know going in these little groups and trying to engagement bait and all that kind of stuff so that's what i would say for retweets that's what i do but i don't do it for my own page i've, I've never done it but like for other okay. bigger pages and when it comes to the agency and then when it comes to the shout outs on Instagram, I've tried a few out on my own Instagram page. I think they used to work better back then and not now. I'm going to be straight up and honest, which is why I don't do that, that offer anymore. I used to. I used to offer people, you know, like, let's say you're my client, Daniel. I would be like, OK, you're going to pay me this much. I create the ad content for you and I go use the budget that you gave me to purchase your shout out to make sure you do it right. But now it's not working anymore. Now I feel like it's it's kind of dying down. These business pages are dying down, so I don't really do it. But at the peak of it, I remember I bought some shout outs for my own page and I invested like, what was it, like $100, $200. And then my course was in my LinkedIn bio and it made like like a thousand dollars back or something. So I was pretty happy with that. That's, that's good. I was a big advocate for Twit Instagram, but I kind of backpedaled a little bit. It's lost a lot of steam, and it's it's lost. It seems like it's lost a lot of its uh, mojo. You think so? I, in my opinion, like I don't even open Instagram these days. <laughs> I still post there, but I don't open it anymore. Do you have TikTok? I do have a TikTok. So you think TikTok is is taking your attention away from Instagram? Do you no, think that? I, mean, I don't even look open TikTok either. Oh. <laughs> I, I produce content everywhere, and this is me. I produce content everywhere, whether I consume it or not. Like me, I personally consume more TikTok content than I do Instagram. Mm -hmm. So I really open Instagram personally. But as far as like my personal content, I post it everywhere. It's everywhere. Okay. That's interesting. Um, I did have a question about Twitter. So I've never heard of a, a Twitter we treat groups. How do you find people like that? Use the blind DM people, or do you have to? Is there like a referral based system that I don't know about? So I'm very active on Twitter, so I, I'm more interested in the Twitter game. So the groups, like retweet for retweet, I'm not sure if people still do it. 
um, because I haven't seen it in such a long time. I think last time I saw it was like 2021, and I don't think I've seen it in a while now. I don't know if it's because I'm not in those spaces, but Twitter's kind of evolved. Like, how long have you been on this side of Twitter for? Probably longer than me. I don't know, but just... so I've been on Twitter since 2010. I wasn't very active till probably two years ago. Three okay. Years ago. I'm pretty active last three years. So on the money side of Twitter and the business side of Twitter? Yeah, probably the last two, three years. Okay. I don't know. I feel like in 2020 and early 2021, there were more retweet groups and stuff. But if you need a list of people who, you know, um, sell retweets, I can always side you that. I feel like it's just like a inner thing that everyone knows about. Like, you can't really tweet about it because your account can get banned. And it's like, you got to be careful with that. But... For everybody on Twitter listening to this, we're not talking about this on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I, there was a lot of stuff going on through, during COVID, too. I think COVID, like, opened up a lot of the online money thing. And I think it exploded a lot of people's businesses in a good way. Yes. Because people um, were looking for opportunity just because there was an opportunity in the marketplace just because COVID happened. I think a lot of people pivoted to that. And I did see a lot of retweet stuff back then, but yeah. it's, it's kind of interesting how it, it, it ebbs and flows in a lot of different ways in everywhere, every platform. Of course. I, I see a lot of different trends. Like in 2020, well, obviously what you're saying is completely obvious and I completely agree. It's like, you know, COVID happened. Everyone started getting more online. So obviously people are getting online and selling their product online, trying to market online. I mean, they really had nothing else to do. But even within the social media itself over the past few years, what I've noticed is like Twitter, for example, I was so into the like the community that I was able to tell the differences now than then. And before it was more so like platitudes and more so uh, people talking about motivational stuff and like habit building and productivity and all these kinds of different things. And people were very tight knit. They were very close together. Like I remember all the people who were in the, the twi money Twitter circle, like everyone was together and everyone was cool with each other. Then I feel like over the past few years, people started to weed out. People started to, you know, they made their money. Now they're kind of like living their lives a little bit. You know, they're not really continuing to build a business. They just did some affiliate marketing sales or something like that, you know. But now it's kind of like the people who are, who are still on Twitter and are winning and they're more agency. They're more, um, they're more like agency and long-term brand building, like people who are in it for long-term. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, I think that's where I fit in. I'm definitely, I think Twitter is like my number one, Twitter and TikTok is probably my number one like consumed content for me personally. And it definitely changed over a while. It was definitely a lot more Instagram previously, but I, I personally pivoted a lot more into Twitter. I think it's more fun. <laughs> really? You think that on Twitter? I have, I have a lot more fun on Twitter. It's, 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 uh, TikTok is entertaining to me, but Twitter, I actually have fun. I've recently become more abrasive, and I think that's been helping. Um, I know a lot of people do a lot of different things on Twitter, but I've become a little bit more abrasive. I got blocked for the first time the other day. I was like, "That's the first time, really?" <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. It was it was new for me. <laughs> She's like, "You kid on Twitter." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got blocked for the first time, and I thought it was hilarious. But um, it's it seems like. Uh, it's it's a it's a new environment because like I said I've never been abrasive and I'm not like I'm not like a abrasive person so I feel like out of my I feel a little bit of discomfort but it's fun. <laughs> Why'd you get blocked? I mess with a lot of dividend people on, <laughs> on Twitter just because I'm a real estate guy, 
and uh, I make fun of their returns. <laughs> um, That's funny. And it, it's, it's, just, it's just fun to me. Like, uh, I literally have a tweet from today. I wish I could pull it up quickly, but I, I sent it to my buddy because he was laughing. So I have it right here, though. Actually, I can pull it on the screen because this is going to be funny. I have the ability to put it on the screen. Yeah. Here we go. For everybody here, this is this was not scripted. It was definitely on the fly. And I'm going to be quick about it because I don't want to waste too much people's time. For everybody here, I'll read it here in a second so everybody can see it. This is this is a specific Twitter conversation, so I feel it's I feel it's worth it. <laughs> All right, here we go. What do people spend too much money on? Dividends. Better returns will get you further faster. That's <laughs> not as difficult as you think. <laughs> so I. It's uh, actually funny. It is funny. <laughs> See, I'm glad you appreciate it. So yeah, I, like I don't know why people take things seriously on the internet. I don't know. I I always mess with the, the dividend people because. Like four percent returns. If you know, familiar with inflation, inflation is usually average of three percent, and it probably is like seven percent last year. So like everybody's praising a four percent return. I'm like, you lost money. Congratulations. <laughs> so for everybody on Twitter, I'll make fun of you. And I, I think I posted that the other day too. Is like if you're posting about four percent returns or less, I'm gonna make fun of you openly. <laughs> you probably have more block people than you think. <laughs> probably. Yeah. It's just the first one I found out. Cause he like we're we're I was com I was conversating with him and then he blocked me and I'm like I got blocked this is hilarious. Wait, the same guy? Yeah, we're messaging with not that guy. Oh, he'll probably block me soon. I, <laughs> like I don't even like the new algorithm. I don't follow these people. Like it's not that I'm following them and trolling them. It's just that they come on my feed for whatever reason. So I'm like whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get blocked eventually. So I'm gonna keep commenting so I get blocked. <laughs> Because I don't follow these people. Because the algorithm they recently changed since Elon took over. So now the algorithm looks a little different and it acts a little different. So I'm like, I don't even follow these people. I guess since I'm actively talking about dividends, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's throwing it back in. So it's feeding the the machine, <laughs> which is fun. I guess I have fun doing that. That's a yeah. Busy. No, I feel like if you're polarizing, that's what gives people you know a reason to follow you and like you. Exactly. So I'm like, let me just dig in. Yeah. <laughs> Let's dig in. Did you build your audience to be by polarization or just through education or what has been your own has it pivoted over time? I think people will always find something polarizing about you even if you don't think it's polarizing. 100%. And you know like I never really tweeted anything polarizing. I never tweet anything controversial, I never put anything out there like that. You know, like even my personal life and my personal beliefs, I don't really put it out like that. Yeah. It's just whatever relates to the business. Cause I like to keep things strictly business, you know, like whatever is on social media, it's just my business side, my, you know, my career side, my future side. It's not like my, my personal kind of. So it's like, but I feel like people always find something to, you know, like, you know, you, you could tweet, I could tweet something like an accomplishment that I've done. Like I've done it a lot. I've tweeted like hitting a net worth milestone or something at such a young age and whatever. And I like to think of it more, you know, stoically. I don't like to think like, let's say like it wasn't me. I'd still think that that's so cool that yeah. someone else did that at that, that age or even at whatever age, you know, building some kind of net worth and putting it out there is cool. You're inspiring people. And so, like, I remember when I would do that, there would still be some people in the comments and they'd be like, you know, like, show proof or we don't believe you or whatever. Or, like, this yeah. is, you're, you're lying, you're scared. What about Uncle Sam? Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I, I think it's always, 
somewhat polarizing to people, even if you're not trying. Yeah, hundred percent. So let's talk about some of the accomplishments because we haven't even covered that. Um, but this is one of the big reasons why I followed you back then. It was just, it was just cool to see you um, gain so much activity. But one of the things I love about your business is you're in the digital products business. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a big fan of digital products just because my first business was a physical business and I actually lost it. Hmm. those physical business and then uh, learning on twitter to look out for digital products and digital businesses i now do um software and education which oh, is wow. which i love and real estate which is its own way i consider the the, the closest you can get to, get to a digital real estate business i do i do, I invest in land so I, I don't even see the property most of the time and i do i do a lot of cool stuff with that so i, I consider that like the digital business of real estate but let's talk about your digital business um let's talk about some accomplishments you've done just to Highlight, not necessarily highlight you, but highlight what can be done at 18 now. Yes, 18. Congratulations. Thank well, let's you. talk about it. Let's talk about yeah. some accomplishments. Yeah, I guess. So, I mean, from the start, you know, what would I consider accomplishment? I guess building up my net worth, I would say. I'm pretty transparent with my net worth. Um, at the moment, it's like 75 or something, 1,000. And I would... I've always been transparent with it because I've never wanted, like, this whole thing is just business. I never thought of money yeah. more than it is. And I remember, like, some people would be like, you know, you shouldn't talk about your money and whatever. But I made a video on this on YouTube, and I've I always been so confused. I always used to be like, why do people make money so taboo? And this is a whole nother topic. Um, I'm going to talk about it really quick. Because I don't know why people make money so taboo. If it's you know, if it's really not all that, you know, to me, it's just a paper amount. We use it for better living, whatever it is. You can earn it. You can, as long as I know and I'm secure in knowing that I didn't obtain this in any evil manner, or I know that I'm not, you know, this does not define me or who my worth is. I don't care. I could lose it tomorrow. I lost $45,000 before, like, and I made it back. And it's like, I can lose money and it'd be okay because money does not define me. I don't know why people make it so taboo. That's one thing. But yeah, I always I always make it transparent because also I want people to know how much I've made with my business and, you know, how much, if that do I keep. I like to be transparent with myself. I always tell people, yeah, and I like to be transparent and show people that, you know, this is all authentic and what I say is real and true and I'm not afraid to show that. Um, so yeah, I guess my accomplishment is building that net worth up at this age and also investing. Um, I'm not investing in real estate just like you just yet, but <laughs> I do invest in like index funds and stuff and just put that in. I am getting a little dividends here and there. Yes. <laughs> watch out, watch out. <laughs> but you know, yeah, $230 in dividends every year. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> But um we'll have to talk afterwards. I got straight out. I just think um yeah, I think that's an accomplishment investing at this age as well. And also being able to do all this, meanwhile, oh, another accomplishment I say is um you know, being able to talk to so many people over the past few years. If I had never gotten on the internet and never done any of this stuff, I would have never had conversations the way I do. People literally talk, tell me in my DMs, oh, I just, I told my mother about you, or I tell, I talked to my family about you, or, you know how that feels? That's crazy. Like, 
you don't even know me like i don't even i all i do is put content out there and you know you feel inspired by it and these people are telling other people about me and that's just so cool to me that's just like i'm really doing something good and i i would never want to be on the internet for a bad reason or spread any kind of negative stuff and i'm glad i'm on the internet on the side of the internet where you know i'm i'm teaching i'm learning i'm more in the business you know field instead of you know i'm not gonna talk anything about anyone else in another field but you know i'm just saying like I, i'm just grateful i'm in this area and doing this kind of good work and i feel really good about that and also another accomplishment i say is being able to do all this while i'm in school um i i think that's pretty cool because you know i'm, I'm not like a f student or like how people say like online entrepreneurs like oh yeah i didn't do good in school no i did great in school i am the complete opposite I did phenomenal in school. I still do. Um, like full ride scholarships to all the colleges I applied to. Like I'm, I I do good in school, but I do this at the same time, and I think that's a pretty good accomplishment. No, and I, I will 100. I would I would acknowledge that too. I mean, me at 18, I was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was nothing, and. Like I said, it's 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 commendable in its own right to just produce anything, and this is where this is where my quote comes from, and that's just because I see it is that you build your infamy off the content you produce, and I think if you're producing content, you separate yourself from everybody else just by producing. So you by producing something is commendable and acknowledged, and you're here today to hopefully inspire others. Mm -hmm. However, however that may look like and turn of out. Course. To be. Of course, but um, it's one of those things where like 18 years old. I commend you. I commend you, and I, 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 uh, I was not resp as responsible as you when I was eighteen. <laughs> I, think I, was, I wasn't responsible as an adult until I was like twenty-three. <laughs> that's another story. But um, it's 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 cool to see um, you're still you're still acting. You're still doing stuff in school. Um, you have a recurring business model, or is it is it just point of sale? No, it's just one sale. One sale. I want I want to start getting into like subscription based because I could see like how powerful that is yeah but you yeah. know like i saw one of the guys i follow uh he's like at the real tez like dantes akram yeah. he i i know he like does some kind of subscription based like discord channel and i'm part of it and i just see how much potential he like ever since he started it i've been seeing how much he's been growing it and you know just thinking about like you just have a ten dollar subscription like just a few people even joining that is crazy and you know having an audience of over like like 50 100k you can get that subscription to like what like let's say 2000 subscribers that's insane 2000 at 10 is 20,000 like as well and then that's just every month like that's like a that's crazy yeah um for you i would I recommend finding or starting one no matter how insignificant you may think it is but um it's uh i have right now i have two subscription products monthly mm -hmm. and I, I think it's it's been it's it's a great it's a great little thing to have it's a great little thing though Sorry, really yes yes subscription products are amazing do you have uh, any advice for me when it comes to like i guess like selling it or do you think it's do you think it's easy for people to join one compared to like a one sale product or so i'm actually a part of uh you know the real Todd Billion on Twitter? Uh, probably. I'm not sure about the name though. 
So um, I followed, I started following him about two years ago, two and a half years ago, and I joined his mastermind. I think right now it's like, I don't even know what the cost is. But I joined his mastermind about two years ago, and um, him and uh, Chris Johnson, they're always preaching digital products, digital products, and reoccurring subscriptions. So I'm actually a part of the Wealth Squad. Not that I participate, but um, I've done presentations for them. Mm-hmm. But um, I just pay it. I don't even open. I don't even open the Discord channel. <laughs> I have Discord on my phone, but I don't even open it. It's just one of those things. I part- I I support people that support people. That's that's what I do. So that's I like I, I like I like the mission. I like the mission, and I like I like to help support other young entrepreneurs. So I help support. Mm-hmm. So Charles, uh, Todd Billion, Charles Oglesby. He teaches. He has his own little like mastermind group of like not just like young entrepreneurs, but just new entrepreneurs, and uh, I help support their group. So I actually got my, my little plaque here. Shout out! To <laughs> wow. I am twenty twenty two revenue award. Look at wow. that! Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. So I participate in his group. Um, I provide, I provided a lot of, I mean, I, I learned a lot from him in general. Um, he made, I think like $3 million off a course, off his courses. Um, it's incredible. So I learned a lot from him and Chris, and this is just from my early Twitter days. Like what I do now literally stem from them, just teaching me to keep an eye out for digital products. Hmm. Um, and then, uh, Charles and his mastermind, he's like, Start a he does like little challenges every once in a while, and like he did one a few years ago. Like, start a, start us start a new subscription product by next week. I don't care what it is, just start it. I don't care what the price point is, just start it. And it was one of those things where like, okay, I already had one, but like, let me start another one. <laughs> so like, that's where I got my second idea. And it's just starting another subscription product. I think right now that second one I started, I think it brings in like eight thousand a month, and it's just that's like, incredible though. And it's just like. It's like okay, start another one. Okay, that's <laughs> so amazing. It's just, it's just, it's just cool little stuff that you do, and um, and you get different, inspira- different inspirations from other people, and a lot of it is just starting. It's just figuring out what you're gonna do and how you're gonna do it. Figure out what your value is, what information you have um, that you can share, and just starting it. You don't know what's gonna, what results come from it. That's awesome. Like. What what was that subscription based um business like uh what were you teaching in it or what was it about? So right now I have my, my two subscription products I have a software, a SaaS software. Um I started mm-hmm. that two years ago. And then uh, my other subscription product that I run right now is um education. I do weekly calls oh. kind of like everybody else, but it's around my niche specifically, and I just run that. Okay. That's awesome. That's like incredible. I feel like I, I'm not doing enough with my like coaching program because it's just, it's not um, a subscription based. Like it's just a one-time fee and I'm still doing like weekly calls and stuff like that. So I feel like. So what you, what easy way to pivot that I did look at it a second ago. So easy way is make it a point of sale with a subscription. So the point of sale might be some of your weekly calls that you recorded. And then the subscription is, Hey, if you want more interesting information, Join up to mm-hmm. at this at forty nine ninety nine a month, and now you're already doing it for your past clients. But now it's subscription based with a point of sale up front. That's super cool. I'm learning right now. I'm probably I'm gonna get to it. Like this is, 
I'm I'm actually gonna get to it. And when I start a subscription base and someone tells me how'd you start it, I'm gonna say Daniel told me to start one. So So here's here's what I did. So I have since I was doing the subscription base of the weekly calls, I com I combined seven of those into a course that's ninety nine bucks. Nothing crazy. You can learn a lot. Um I forget where to get it, but if you go to my link in my bio for everybody here listening, not to pitch it at all, but here. <laughs> Pitch it. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I mean, if you follow me long enough, it goes up every day. That's one of my things. This is what I learned from Charles, too. Mm. Post your offer every day. So if you follow me for a day and you look at all my posts, you'll see it there every day. So I don't know what the offer is, but it's there. Oh, you text success to 210-972-1842. That's the keyword. Hmm. So success. What that does is it takes you to our seven hours of course, and then from there – if you buy it, you get seven hours of course that with our weekly calls, and then you get a text afterwards to, hey, if you like these information, you can actually join our subscription, which I think is now $149 a month to get these live. After, oh. after live. That's how it is. But if you sign up directly for the subscription, so if you're, you hear that and you want to sign up for the subscription, you actually get the course for free. Oh. Because I want them to catch up, so it's like a it's like a refresher course. So if somebody joins the subscription, they can watch the course and that catches them up to what we do every week. Mm, that makes sense. So it's a it's a hand in hand. Left hand feeds the right hand. I didn't have that at first, but now that I have enough videos, I put it in there for a course, and you just record everything and everything is content. You can turn it into short form, long form, and all the above, and courses and all the above. And I learned all this from Charles. So that's awesome. I think subscription base is going to be my winning move. Like, I feel like that is something I shouldn't be doing. So if you're already doing it, turn, turn it into a subscription. Now that you offered it as a, as a one time, mm -hmm. make it one time with it, with the subscription. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's an easy pivot and you're not doing anything else. That's smart. Yeah. I'll, I'll brainstorm. I'll write it down and I'll see what I can do. And I'll just be like, Daniel told me how to do a subscription. <laughs> yeah, I, I learned from Charles. Like I said, mm -hmm. I can't take all the credit. It's one of those things where like, I, I just, I've, I've implemented and tested and tried new things. And like I said, I haven't made, I haven't made millions of dollars off the course. $8,000 uh, a month is still crazy. <laughs> that's 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 crazy that's still amazing like for that's like a six-figure salary like a like a person that just wants to become a doctor can you know come out of med school and and do make that you know like <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even pocket that money it goes to my team it goes to salary so i mean that's still great that's still great it's 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 it's, it's a cool little like i said I don't, I don't make a lot of money from it it's just it's just do it's a new revenue source that's just there that's I have a question though. Like, um, are you mainly selling through your Twitter? Like, that's it, or do you have another platform? That's I am everywhere, yeah. literally everywhere. I'm on podcast because this is going to end up on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, um, iHeartRadio. Um, this is going to end up everywhere. So I, I literally post everywhere. TikTok. I was posting on Pinterest till they blocked me for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't even open Pinterest. I'm on. Uh, Rumble. I don't even know what Rumble is, but I'm there too. Oh my. Uh, I, I produce content and I've already produced it. I just release it everywhere I can. So if a new platform pops up, I'm on there too. I'll figure out how to post there and I'll probably never open up the app and I'm there posting. I don't know. <laughs> it's one it's one of those things like if you're already, if you're going through the trouble of producing it, you're already going through the trouble of editing it. Why not post it everywhere? Who cares? That's true. 
like I, I, I my, my business TikTok, I never open it. Like I have my personal TikTok, my business TikTok. I never open the DMs and all that stuff. I mean, I don't even care. If you follow the prompts, that should take you where I'm somewhere active. Hmm. <laughs> but I'm not active there specifically. But yeah, this will end up on Spotify. This will end up, and for me, this is like, um, it's like, um, I have a very unique, I mean, I have a, I have a very um, popular name. It's Daniel Martinez. Like, I have a million people probably with the same name as me. <laughs> so I have to fight for my SEO. So every video I post in every place I post it, I put my full name because I'm fighting. There's a Daniel Martinez, mm. which I, I hope I meet him one day because he steals on my SEO. And I work hard for this. <laughs> That's why you put your full, your full name on Twitter. That's why I put my full name on Twitter because... There's a biker named Daniel Martinez, and he's, I don't know who he is. <laughs> and he automatically gets like news posts and articles written about him. And I'm like, I'm just gonna start a podcast and own it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, where can people find you online? Uh, this has been a great little episode. I'm glad you asked me questions too, because yeah, I like, I like, I like helping educate and. Thank you for Hopefully you start a subscription or two. I will. I will. And I'll let you know. You'll see it. You'll see it when I start posting about it and stuff. Um well I have you at Needy Saran, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Um how, how active are you on all those platforms? I know Twitter's probably number one. Uh yeah, if Twitter, the same at on Instagram as well. And YouTube. I'd say YouTube, I'm trying to record like as many videos as possible you know i'm in school so i can't really record during the daytime but twitter i'm very active instagram very active with my stories facebook not so much so you know if anyone tries to contact me through facebook you might not get a response for six months but you know <laughs> hit, hit, hit her where she's most active which is twitter twitter and instagram she said it yeah yeah day. so this is my little tip for youtube uh i don't have a big audience on youtube but i've released a video on there for almost two years Hmm. Wow. It'll hit eventually. I don't know. Let me see. What's your channel at? My my channel is at HiveMindCRM everywhere. Instagram, YouTube. Um, I have a my own Twitter account at HiveMindCRM. Um, I'm at HiveMindCRM everywhere, and I just produce a lot of content. That's what I do. Wow. Uh, And of course, needysaran.com. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to school for, by the way? Um, I'm not 100% sure yet. I was going to go into accounting, then I found out how boring it is, and I'm like, why would I do that to myself? <laughs> I'm going to go for first. I know this has nothing to do with school, but I'm going to try to get my real estate license, like to become an agent, like within the next year, year and a half or something. No, don't. Why? Why? You guys would be an investor. Agents are terrible. We'll talk about this offline. <laughs> I'm her career and a career choice offline. And Needy Serrano is going to be an investor. She will not become an agent. <laughs> I was thinking, like, maybe I would be an agent just while I'm in college just to, like, get some extra cash in or something, try to try something out. Like, it's a full time job. Hmm. 
It's a full-time job. There's no there's no part-time agent and stuff. <laughs> part-time agents don't do deals. We're going to cut that into a clip. If you're a part-time agent, you don't do deals. And if you do, you get a referral from your cousin because you guilt trip them to send you your listing. Because everybody has a cousin or sister or aunt that is an agent. And they sell one deal a year because it's their, it's their cousins. <laughs> so don't be that. That was funny. <laughs> I'm gonna tell my editors to cut that clip out because that was that was for, see that was for short form right there. That, that was hilarious. <laughs> um, no, and this, so it's okay, and for you it's okay. I would I didn't know where I was doing what I was doing till I was, I think 23. Um, my my wife straightened me out and put me on the path of responsibility, or else I'd be nothing. Mm. So my wife straightened me out. My wife was hella mature, and I was immature, and uh, she straightened me out. So that's nice. That's nice. Shout, shout, out, to my, like shout out to my wife. Seven years of marriage. In May. Wow! Congratulations. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I wouldn't be here without you because I would very irresponsible. Don't ask your stories. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is fun. This is a good interview. For everybody here, go check out Needy. She does she does a lot of good work. She does very um, honest work. If you're looking to build your social media brand, go check her out. That's what she does. I got some ideas for you. She's not going to become an agent, and she's not going to stop dividend investing. But we're 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 going to straighten her out though. She doesn't know what she doesn't know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna fix that. So for everybody here, go check her out. Thanks for your time. Thanks for participating today, and thanks for being a good human being. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Daniel. It's uh, for everybody here listening. Go like, subscribe, go share with a friend. Go find me on whatever platform you like listening to content on. I'm probably there. Just Google Daniel Martinez, not the biker, and you'll find me. I appreciate everybody coming out today and listening. Share with a friend. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Needy. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching this YouTube video. We hope you found value. Please like, subscribe, and hit the bell. Watch more videos just like this one.